Hello, this is Minister Glenn Burrell of Seed of Faith Clinic Podcast, where the Word of God is able to save your soul. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a word of edification from the Word of God. Well, praise the Lord. Well, today we want to talk on the subject of faith for living under an open heaven. Faith for living under an open heaven. But we want to use for our first text today, we want to use Hebrew 11.1, which says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And I want us to understand that there's nowhere in the Bible, whether Old or New Testament, that we can go, regardless to what scripture we attempt to read, remember, comprehend, or receive or conceive in our heart. There must be the spirit of faith operating and functioning on the inside of us. Amen. Because Hebrew 11.6 says it is impossible to please God without faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. So I want us to understand that it takes faith to take our journey through the Bible, through the written word, and living for God. Amen. Hallelujah. But I want us to understand that we live as a believer. I say as a believer, we live under an open heaven. Glory to God. I say we live under an open heaven. And I want to talk on three points today, three major points concerning living under an open heaven or faith for living under an open heaven. And the first point we'll talk about today, we'll talk about uh, God created Adam to live under an open heaven on this earth. Hallelujah. The second point we'll talk about, hallelujah, we'll talk about after the fall of Adam and Eve. Heaven was closed up. Yeah, heaven was closed. Hallelujah. But the third part we want to get to, the third main point, is we're going to talk about restoration of an open heaven unto believers. Glory to God. So heaven, hallelujah, throughout the New Testament, heaven has been opened up unto the believers. But let us go back and look at uh, the book of Genesis and see, hallelujah, how Adam lived. Glory to God when God created him in the beginning. Amen. But first of all, let's, let's look at Matthew 9.29 again. We're talking about it takes faith. According to your faith and trust and reliance on the power invested in me, be it done unto you. Those are the words of Jesus. And I want us to understand that 24-7, God is always looking for a believer's faith. Hallelujah. He's always looking for your faith. I would say that God would pass over a bunch of people to get to one person where he sees faith. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And and, and sometimes we may wonder why things are not happening uh, in our lives. It may be because of your faith, because you're not believing. It's because of You're swaying back and forth in doubt and unbelief. 
but God needs to see your faith. He not only needs to see your faith, but he needs to hear your faith. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He needs to hear your faith. He needs to see your faith in action. He needs to uh, see your faith. Hallelujah. Making headways in his written word. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's also look at Psalms 115, verse 16 in the Amplified Bibles. It says, The heavens are the heavens of the Lord, but the earth has he given, he has given to the children of men. I'm going to read that again. The heavens are the heavens of the Lord, but the earth he has given to the children of men. And I want to make a statement that the fact that heaven was never created for man to dwell. God created man to dwell in this earth. Amen. I say heaven was never meant for man to dwell. But God created man to dwell in this earth. And we have men and women today that's going back and forth in the space uh, Preferably trying to find a, another planet that man can dwell. But I want us to know today that another planet was never meant for man to dwell because another planet outside of earth is not conducive for man to live. Hallelujah. Because the purpose that God had when he created man was to place man in this earth to live and have dominion in this earth. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But I want us to remember that faith in God's word will bring every blessing of God to your doorstep. Hallelujah. That's good news. I say that's good news. I say that again. That faith in God's written word will bring every blessing of God to your doorstep. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, the package have arrived. Glory to God. Every blessing. Hallelujah. But let's look at uh, point number one. And we'll have four outlines under point number one that we'll be talking about. And point number one is God created Adam to live under an open heaven on earth. Yeah, when God created Adam... He placed him on this earth, in the Garden of Eden. Hallelujah. On this earth, not in heaven. He placed him on this earth. Amen. But when he placed Adam in the Garden, the Garden of Eden, th there were uh, characteristics of being in that Garden that God had given to Adam. Or attributes, or however you want to call them. Amen? But let's look at A. That Adam, when he was in the Garden of Eden, when after God created him and placed him in the Garden, Adam had unlimited access to the presence of God. Hallelujah. I say he had unlimited access to the presence of God. Let's look at Genesis 2, 15 out of the Amplified Bible. It reads, so the Lord God took the man he had made 
and settled him. Hallelujah, he settled him. Glory to God, he settled him. He settled him. That means he wasn't going to be there temporarily. Glory to God. But he settled him. He settled Adam in the Garden of Eden to cultivate and to keep it. Hallelujah. And that's what God wants us to do in this earth today. He wants us to cultivate and he wants us to keep this earth. Hallelujah. Looking good. Glory to God. And I'm sure he wanted to look like heaven. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But let me read that again. So the Lord God took the man he made and settled him in the Garden of Eden to cultivate and keep it. Verse 16. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, You may freely, unconditionally eat the fruit from every tree of the garden. Verse 17. But only from the tree of the knowledge the recognition of good and evil, you shall not eat. Otherwise, on the day that you eat from it, you shall certainly, you must, you shall most certainly die because of your disobedience. Well, God had given Adam instructions. And he had told Adam, basically he's saying, as long as you obey my instructions, as long as you obey my commands, Hallelujah. You will be in this garden and I'll be present among you at all times. And that's what God wants to be present in our lives at all times. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I say he wants to be present in our lives at all times. So God, so, so God gave Adam unlimited access to his presence. I say he gave him unlimited access to his presence. Amen. Let's look at B. And Adam had unlimited provision in the Garden of Eden. See, God not only gave him unlimited access to his presence, but he also gave him unlimited provisions. Let's look at Genesis 1.26 in the Amplified Bible. It said, then God said, let us, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, make man in our image, according to our likeness, not physical, but a spiritual personality and moral likeness, and let them have complete authority over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, the cattle, and over the entire earth, and over everything that creeps and crawls on the earth. Let's go on and look at verse 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image and likeness of God, he created him, male and female. He created them. Let's look at verse 28. And God blessed them, granting them certain authority, and said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth, and subjugate it, putting it under your power. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God gave us power over this earth. God placed the earth under man's power. And rule over, dominate the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, 
and every living thing that moves upon the earth. Let's look at verse 29. So God said, Behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is on the surface of the entire earth, and every tree which has fruit yielding seed, it shall be food for you. Amen. So Adam Adam had unlimited provision. Unlimited provision. He didn't lack anything. Glory to God. I say he didn't lack anything. Let's look at verse 30. And to all the animals on the earth, and to every bird of the air, and to everything that moves on the ground, to everything in which there is breath of life. Hallelujah. I have given every green plant for food. And it was so because he commanded it. Verse 31. God saw everything that he had made and behold, it was very good and he validated it completely. And there was evening and there was morning a sixth day. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I say Adam had all the things that he needed in that garden. Hallelujah. And God gave him dominion and authority over everything he created and placed in that garden. So he wasn't lacking anything. I say he wasn't lacking anything because God takes care of his own. God takes care of his children. Hallelujah. God is not pleased when his children are lacking. He is pleased when we prosper. He say he gets pleasure out of the prosperity of his servants. But I thank God, hallelujah, that we're not only servants, but we're his children. Hallelujah. And if we're now his children, how much more do he want to bless us? Glory to God. Hallelujah. How much more do he want to provide for us? Hallelujah. And if he provided for Adam in that manner, glory to God, how much more today do he want to provide for us through Jesus Christ? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's look at uh, C. Adam not only had unlimited access to the presence of God, he not only had unlimited provision in the Garden of Eden, but Adam had unlimited protection. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I say Adam had unlimited protection. And I want to say as long as Adam obeyed God's commandment, hallelujah, and stayed within the realm of that garden, hallelujah, he was protected. He had unlimited protection. Hallelujah. Because I believe that that garden was protected by the angels of God. And no enemy had access into that garden. No enemy had access to Adam because God protected him. God surrounded him with his love and protection. In the same way he does us today. Glory to God. How much more? I say how much more? Glory to God. Adam had unlimited protection. Let's look at Genesis 2.15 in the Amplified Bible. So the Lord God took the man he had made. And he sell him, he sell him in the garden, he sell him 
hallelujah, in the Garden of Eden to cultivate it, to cultivate and keep it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Adam was sell. And as long as he stayed in the garden, he was protected. Amen. Let's look at D. Glory to God. We're talking about Adam living under an open heaven. D. Adam had unlimited communication with God. Hallelujah. I say he had unlimited communication with God. Hallelujah. Let's look at Genesis 3.8 in the Amplified Bible. And they heard the sound of the Lord walking, of Lord God walking in the garden in the cool afternoon breeze of the day. So that, that lets me know that God constantly visited Adam. Hallelujah. He visited Adam in the cool breeze. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I say God visited Adam in the cool breeze. Adam had unlimited communication with God. Hallelujah. He had access. Glory to God. He talked to God when he got ready. Hallelujah. God visited him. Glory to God. God was forever in his presence. He had open line communication. I say he had open line communication. Hallelujah. He could go directly to God. Hallelujah. And communicate. Glory to God. What was on his mind. He could go directly to God and communicate the thoughts. Hallelujah. In Jesus name. Glory to God. Glory to God. He had unlimited communication. Hallelujah. So he had unlimited access to the presence of God. He had unlimited provision, unlimited protection, and unlimited communication. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's look at number two. We're going to talk about heavens being closed after the fall of Adam. After the, after the fall of Adam and Eve, heaven was closed up. Hallelujah. It was open. But why did heaven close up on Adam? It closed up on him because of his disobedience. Hallelujah. So, so, so today as believers, why would it seem like heaven is closed up to you? Why would it seem like the promises of God is not coming to your doorstep? Why would it seem like the healing power of God is not manifesting in your life? Why would it seem like you're not prospering? Why would it seem, hallelujah, I said, why would it seem like the heavens have been closed unto you as a believer? Are you, are you walking in disobedience? Are you walking in unbelief? Are you walking in doubt? Are you not using your faith? Hallelujah. To access heaven. Because it takes faith to access heaven. It takes faith to access an open heaven. Even though the open heaven has been open. Unto all mankind. But all mankind hadn't believed and received the open heaven. Glory to God. But Adam closed up heaven 
unto him. He closed up heaven unto mankind because of his disobedience. Glory to God. Let's look at Genesis 8, verse 2 in the ESV. It says, The fountains of the deep and the windows of the heavens were closed. The rain from heaven was restrained. Glory to God. It's a sad day for an individual to live under a closed heaven. I say it's a sad day for an individual to live under a closed heaven when he don't have to. Glory to God, because we're going to get to the part, glory to God, where an open heaven has been restored unto mankind. So today, as a believer, we don't have to live under a closed heaven. God didn't close the heaven on you. You closed the heaven on yourself. You closed the heaven by your unbelief. You closed the heaven by your disobedience. Glory to God, you closed the heaven by your lack of faith. Because I said earlier that God has to see your faith. And it's faith that is your currency to heaven. It's your faith that is your currency in the kingdom of God. So if you don't have faith, hallelujah, to exchange, hallelujah, in the kingdom of God, then your, your, your access, even though it's been granted, Hallelujah unto mankind, but as an individual, your access has closed up heaven. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. So because of Adam's disobedience, hallelujah, the heavens were closed up on him. Because of his disobedience, he was put out of the Garden of Eden, and it was closed up on him. So when I say the, the Garden of Eden was closed up on Adam, that's to me is like heaven was closed up. Glory to God. But then he, he began to have limited access. He went from unlimited to limited access because of his obedience. Well, that's what happened to us today. Hallelujah. We have limited access because of our lack of faith. We have limited access because of our disobedience. Of not obeying the word of God. Hallelujah. We have limited access because of doubt. Hallelujah. Wavering back and forth. Glory to God. But it said the fountains of the deep. And the windows. Of the heavens were closed. And the rain from the heavens. Was restrained. I want to say unbelief will shut up the windows of heaven. I'm going to say that again. I say unbelief will shut up the windows of heaven. But remember that faith in God's word will bring every blessing of God to your doorstep. Hallelujah. I'm going to say that again. I say unbelief will shut up the windows of heaven. Unbelief will close heaven in your life because of your unbelief, because of your doubt, because of your lack of faith. 
But I want you to know, I want you to remember that faith in God's written word will bring every blessing of God to your doorstep. Hallelujah, that's enough to shout about. Glory to God, your faith. All it takes is your faith. God is looking for your faith. I say God is looking for your faith. So the heavens closed up on Adam when he disobeyed God's commandment. Glory to God. When he opened the door to the devil, when he, when he partook of that tree. Glory, hallelujah. So God, God had to close the entrance to the garden because he couldn't allow the enemy, he couldn't allow the devil to penetrate, hallelujah, or to have access to the Garden of Eden. So he had to kick Adam out. And when he kicked Adam out, Adam, hallelujah, had limited access. He had limited, 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 limited access. How much access do you have today as a believer? Glory to God, hallelujah. Well, let's look at A. He had limited access to the presence of God. He no longer had that unlimited access because he was no longer dwelling in the Garden of Eden because God had kicked him out. He was no longer dwelling in the direct presence of God. Hallelujah. Let's look at Genesis 3.24 in the Amplified Bible. So God drove the man out. At the east of the Garden of Eden, he permanently stationed the cherubim and the sword with the flashing blade, which turned around and around in every direction to protect and guard the way, the entrance, the access to the tree of life. Ooh-wee. Adam no longer had access. He no longer had access. To the tree of life. Because of his disobedience. Don't lose your access. To an open heaven. Because of your disobedience. Don't lose your access. To an open heaven. Because your lack of faith. In the written word of God. Don't lose your access. Glory to God. To the promises of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He drove him out of the garden. He drove him and Eve out of the garden. And he put the cherubims. And they had a sword. And they turned it round and round. In every direction to protect and guard the way, the entrance and access to the tree of life. And I want you to know that God is not, how can I put this? He's not going to allow us to disobey him and continue to have access to an open heaven. Amen. So Adam lost his access to the presence of God. But not only that, let's look at B. He had limited provision. I say Adam had limited provision once he was kicked out of the garden. 
Let's look at Genesis 3.17 in the Amplified Bible. It said, Then Adam, then to Adam, the Lord said, Because you have listened attentively to the voice of your wife. Wow. Uh, I'm going to read that again. Then to Adam, the Lord said, the Lord God said, because you have listened attentively to the voice of your wife. He didn't say Adam listened to the devil. He said Adam listened to Eve. He listened to Eve. Eve is the one that listened to the devil. And then she persuaded her husband. Hallelujah. To eat the fruit. Because you have listened attentively to the voice of your wife and have eaten fruit from the tree about which I commanded you, saying, you shall not eat of it. Adam had provision and access to everything in that garden except for that one tree. And he disobeyed him. God, we, we. Ooh-wee. He stuff he, he gave away everything in that garden for one tree, which God had commanded him not to eat of. Everything else in that garden he had access to. Everything in that garden God had provided it for him. But now, because of his disobedience, he had limited he had limited provision. Limited provision. Let's read on. Continuing with verse 17. The ground is now under a curse because of you. In sorrow and toil, you shall eat the fruit of it all the days of your life. Verse 18. Both thorns and thistles, it shall grow for you. And you shall eat the plants of the field. Plants of the field. He no longer can eat the good of the garden. Wow. Mm. All because of one tree that he was commanded not to eat of. Let's look at verse 19. By the sweat of your face. We read not Amplified Bible. By the sweat of your face, you will eat bread until you return to the ground. We, that's why we got to work so hard. Yeah, you told Adam, you're going to you have to eat bread until you die. Until you return to the ground. For from it, you were taken. From the ground. And for you are dust. And to dust you shall return. Hallelujah. Let's look at C. Glory to God. He had limited, 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 limited access. He had limited, limited, limited provision. And he also had limited protection. Because he was now... Out of 
the rim of the garden where he was well protected from the enemy. But because of his disobedience, hallelujah, he's out there in the midst of the enemy with limited protection. Let's look at Genesis 3.24. Again, in Amplified Bible, so God drove the man out at the east of the Garden of Eden. He permanently stationed the cherubim and the sword with the flashing blade which turned round and round in every direction to protect and guard the way the entrance and access to the tree of life. He's no longer protected. I say Adam is no longer protected because he's out of the realm of the Garden of Eden. He has limited access. Limited access to the presence of God. Limited provision and limited protection. Are you living in a limited realm? Are you living under an unlimited open heaven? If you're living according to this earth, according to this world system, I guarantee you, you have limited access to an open heaven. But if you're living according to the written word of God, obeying God's word, and operating in the realm of faith, then you have unlimited access to an open heaven. Let's look at the last point. Point three. Hallelujah. Point one, we looked at Adam. Hallelujah. Having unlimited access to an open heaven. Then we saw where Adam closed up heaven because of his disobedience. But point three, hallelujah, glory to God, let's get to the good news. The good news, I say the good news, hallelujah. Number three, restoration of an open heaven unto believers. I say restoration of an open heaven unto believers. Hallelujah. It's been restored. I say it's been restored. It's been restored back to its rightful place. Hallelujah. An open heaven. It's been restored unto believers as if we were in the Garden of Eden because God has provided everything that we need. Glory to God. We have access. Hallelujah. We have provision. We have protection. Glory to God. Because Jesus restored our access to an open heaven. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's look at John, the first chapter in the 51st verse in the Amplified Bible. Then he said to him, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. The bridge between heaven and earth. Glory to God, Jesus was the bridge. Hallelujah. 
Glory to God, we can go across the bridge. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We we don't even have to go across alone, but Jesus will carry us across. Across the bridge. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It said he he the bridge between heaven and earth. Jesus is the bridge between heaven and earth that gives us access to an open heaven. Glory to God. Let's look at Matthew 3.16. After Jesus was baptized, he came up immediately out of the water. And behold, the heavens were open. The heavens has been open. I say the heavens have been open. And he, John, saw the Spirit of God descending as a dove and lighting up, lighting on him, lighting on Jesus. Let's look at Mark 1.10 in Amplified Bible. Immediately coming up out of the water, he, John, saw the heavens torn open and the Spirit, like a dove, descending upon him, Jesus. Glory to God, the heaven, hallelujah, was tore open, wide open. Glory to God, it gave us access. God has given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Praise God, you're still here. Let's look at Luke 3.21 in Amplified Bible. Jesus' baptism. Now, when all the people were baptized, Jesus was also baptized. And while he was praying, while he was praying, the visible heaven was open. They could see it. They could see it. In John 1.51, he told them, you'll see the heavens open up. Glory to God. And they saw it. I said they saw it when he came up out of that water. Let's look at Acts the seventh chapter in the fifty-sixth verse in the Amplified Bible. It says, I see the heavens open up in welcome. Glory to God. Let, let, let's, let's go back to that again. I see the heavens opened up in welcome. I say in welcome. Glory to God. We've been welcomed into an open heaven. I said we've been welcomed into an open heaven. Glory to God. And the Son of Man standing at the right hand side of God. Whoo. Where Jesus is, that's where we are. But the scripture said we've been welcomed. Glory to God. Into an open heaven. Because of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And he's standing at the right hand side of God. Welcoming us into an open heaven. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I want to read a quote to you. It says, Such open heaven times are characterized by revival, outpoured blessing, and manifestations of God's glory and power. Wonders in heaven has been opened. And those under the opening experience 
And those under the opening experience miracles, healing, wealth, and other blessings. Glory to God. We're not lacking anything because the heaven has been opened unto believers. Glory to God. Don't close the heavens up on yourself by your doubt and unbelief. Glory to God. Don't close the heavens up on yourself by your disobedience. Walk in the word of God. Walk by faith. Hallelujah. And be filled with the Holy Ghost. And experience the goodness. I say experience the goodness of an open heaven. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I want to read. I want to go clear. Just just mention. 16. Items that 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 what do we experience and receive under an open heaven? I'm not going to take the time to try to explain all of them. I'm just going to read them. Amen. And then we'll close. Amen. Well, praise God. What do we experience and receive under open heaven? Number one. Redemption. Glory to God. We've been redeemed. Hallelujah. I said we've been redeemed by the blood of the lamb. Hallelujah, in the testimony of our mouth. Number two, deliverance. We've been delivered from darkness. We've been delivered from the hand of the enemy. Number three, salvation. We've been saved. I say we've been saved. Glory to God. Not only that, the whole man has been saved. Jesus paid the price in order that the whole man could be saved. Glory to God's spirit, soul, and body. Hallelujah. Number four, what do we experience and receive under an open heaven? Number four, the outpouring of, of God's Holy Spirit. God want to baptize us in his spirit. Hallelujah. He want his spirit to come upon us and live in us. Glory to God. The Holy Ghost want to live inside of you. He not only want to live inside of you, but he want to manifest himself upon you. Hallelujah. Glory to God, the precious Holy Ghost. Receive him today. Hallelujah. I say receive him today. You receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Receive the Holy Spirit. Glory to God to live and abide inside of you. He want to teach you. He want to lead you. He want to guide you. He want to show you those things to come. Hallelujah. Don't shut him out. Glory to God with your religious thinking. Don't shut the Holy Spirit out. He want to fill you to overflow. He want to live in you. He want to, he want to manifest his power in you and through you. Hallelujah. But you got to receive him. Glory to God. God has poured out his spirit upon us. Hallelujah. He's not going to force himself on you. He's not going to make you receive him. Glory to God. He wants you to willingly receive him so that he can demonstrate the goodness of God in our lives. Hallelujah. Through Christ Jesus. Number five, God's glory and supernatural ability. Hallelujah. God want to manifest his glory in our lives. He want to manifest his supernatural 
ability in us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Supernatural ability. Number six. Glory to God. We experience and receive unlimited communication. Hallelujah. We don't have to go through the priest. We don't have to go through the priest anymore to, to, to communicate with God or to relate to God or to try to get to God. The heavens have been opened. We have direct access. Hallelujah. We have a direct line. Glory to God. Up unto God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We don't no longer have a party line where everybody can hear you on that line. Glory to God. But you have a private line, a direct access line to communicate. Hallelujah to God. Because Jesus has restored and opened heaven unto believers. Hallelujah. Number seven, we have unlimited presence of God, Jesus. And the Holy Spirit. Unlimited presence because the blessed three in one lives on the inside of us. Glory to God. He's forever present. Hallelujah. I say he's forever present in us through Christ Jesus and by way of the Holy Spirit and his written word. You cannot Expect to live in the presence of God outside of his written word. Hallelujah. Number eight, we have unlimited provisions that God has provided all things unto us. He has given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Hallelujah. Unlimited provision. We have unlimited protection. He's given his angels charge over us. Hallelujah, to watch over us and to keep us in all our ways. At least we dash our foot against the stone that no evil shall befall us and no plague shall come to our dwelling. We have unlimited protection. We have unlimited grace. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I say we have unlimited grace. His grace is sufficient. Glory to God. His grace is sufficient. Number 11, we have unlimited favor. Glory to God. God surrounds us with a shield of favor. We're always protected with favor. Hallelujah. Because he surrounds us with a shield of favor. Hallelujah. And everybody you come into contact with, they run into your favor shield before they even get to you. Hallelujah. God has given us unlimited mercy. His mercy is new unto us every morning. Hallelujah. Number 13. He, he, he has given us life, and that life more abundantly. He's given us unlimited life. He's given us eternal life. Hallelujah. God has given us wealth. We're surrounded by wealth. There's no shortage in this earth today. Glory to God. The only thing that's happening is men are hoarding it among themselves. But there is no shortage of anything in this earth. There's no lack of money. There's no lack of resources. Glory to God, because he's provided all of this for us. Hallelujah. But it's our faith. It's our faith that access the wealth that God has placed in this earth. Glory to God. Number 15, he's provided healing unto us. That by, his, by the stripes of Jesus, we were healed. Healing has been made available to everyone that received. 
Hallelujah. And number 16, the blessings of God. I say the blessings of God has been granted unto us. His promise is always yea and amen. Hallelujah. I say we live as believers by faith under an open heaven. So I praise God and for this message. I thank God that this message would be a blessing to you in the name of Jesus. And I pray that if you haven't received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that you would grant him access in your life today so that you can have access to an open heaven. Glory to God. You can't have access to an open heaven outside of Jesus Christ. You can't have access to an open heaven outside of his written word. You can't have access to an open heaven without faith. It's faith that pleases God. Faith is the currency that is exchanged in the kingdom of God. So receive him today. Receive the Holy Spirit today. Be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Allow the Holy Spirit to to come into your life and fill you to overflow. Hallelujah. With his power, with his presence. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So I praise you, Heavenly Father, for this word. And I thank you that it will be a blessing to the hearers. In Jesus' name, until we meet again. Amen.